Hi out there. I'm Pat Polly, and I'd like to welcome you to my show, Art Beat Northwest. Each week, we interview people from the visual arts or the performing arts. And this week, Patty Curtis Hare, owner of Vogue Studios and Gallery, and Scott Gibson, a contemporary artist, are here. And they will be talking with us. So I want to welcome you to the show, Patty and Scott. It's great to be here. Thanks. Thank you, Pat. We're happy to be here. Great. Before we get started with the show, let's talk a little bit about Artbeat Northwest. Now, Artbeat Northwest is a nonprofit radio program with the mission of promoting the arts in the Pacific Northwest. The ads on the program have been donated to the Bellevue Arts Museum and Pratt Fine Arts Center. So this is great free publicity for the artists, galleries, and arts organizations who are interviewed on the program. And our program, Art Beat Northwest, airs every Tuesday, 5 p.m., drive time, and also streams worldwide from the 1150kknw.com website. And you can also listen to hundreds of past programs by going to the station website and clicking on the archives. We'll be back shortly talking with Patty Curtis Hare and Scott Gibson about Vogue Studios and Gallery. Support for Artbeat Northwest with Pat Polly comes from Pratt Fine Arts Center, offering year-round classes for youth, teens, and adults. Located in the central area, Pratt is the only facility in the Northwest where absolute beginners and established professional artists work side-by-side, creating art in glass, metal, stone, and wood sculpture, jewelry and metal smithing, painting, drawing, printmaking, and mixed media. Learn more and register for classes at pratt.org. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. We're here talking about Vogue Studios and Gallery with owner Patty Curtis Hare and contemporary artist Scott Gibson. And I uh, have to ask you, what's so unique about Vogue Gallery and Studios? Boy, pretty much everything, Pat. I'd say that the main thing is we are a gallery for artists exclusively over the age of 50. Um, so if you can't get an AARP card, you cannot join our gallery. Uh, so, so what we wanted to do was create an opportunity for artists that are older to have a place to show, to still feel relevant and still feel creative and still feel important in not only the art world, but in general. Um, so we wanted to create a space that was really artist-driven. So the gallery takes a very low commission. There's a membership to join the gallery. It's a six-month membership commitment, but it's very affordable And then it creates a community. So we're not only just a gallery to show art, we have five working studios, um, some of them quite large, and we have a total of 6,000 square feet and hundreds of linear feet of art and over 200 works of art that we have on exhibit. And we got to say where you're located because everybody's got to get there. I was just there this weekend and ah, it's fabulous, huge, wonderful place with Uh, wonderful art. Thank you. It is in Georgetown, beautiful Lovely, gritty Georgetown, which I just love that it's still so artsy there, like old Seattle used to be. I think it's the only place left that's not super gentrified um, and reminded me of when I was in art school back in the 80s. And um, it is at 5519 Airport Way South. We are upstairs in the big blue 
Georgetown building and right above Kirk Albert and Susan Wheeler's beautiful um, vintage shops. So easy to get to, but really free quite parking. a whale. Yeah. Oh, yes. Free big parking, parking lot, yeah. too. So um, so why did uh, Faux Galleries come into being? Well, I was in um, product development and product marketing and consumer products for the majority of my career, retail consumer products. And um, I aged out, and they pretty much let everybody go from my company that was over the age of 50. And I got a six-month severance. I was down in L.A. working, and I came back up to Seattle, which is my home, and thought, well, I'll just get a job, but I'll take a little bit of time off and do a little bit of art, finally. And my daughter's grown, and she's in college, and gosh darn it, nobody would even interview me. I couldn't, I couldn't get, I have a great resume, I have a great portfolio, and I could not find work. And it got really scary. And so I kept doing my art. I got an a art show um, in a restaurant, West Five restaurant in West Seattle, and I sold 10 or 12 pieces of art in a month. I thought, well, God, that was kind of fun. <laughs> and I thought, wow, you know what? I really want to get out there. So I started going to galleries, and I started going to art openings and um, meeting a lot of people my age and not, they're not finding a lot of places to show either, but they're really great artists and great people. I thought, well, God, I'm going to do something for people over 50 because I'm kind of mad. And I'm just kind of <laughs> mad. And so um, I said, everybody thinks we're just a bunch of old fogies, so I'm just going to call it Fogue, make it look like Vogue, and not be ashamed that I'm over 50, and say we're 50 artists over 50 instead of Forbes 30 under 30, and we're loud and we're proud and we're still awesome and we're still creative. And we're probably going to live to be in our 90s, so I'm in trouble at 53 years old. <laughs> it's like, uh-oh. Um, so I needed to do something, so I started a website, and then I started going to these openings. That's how I met Scott Gibson, um, and we sort of hit it off, and he's one of the original people, and I started recruiting people out of galleries. I said, hey, you want to join my website? She stalked most of us. I did. Yeah. She found out where we were going to be, and then she I says, did. oh, you're Scott. I need to talk to you. I need well, to... after all, you're in marketing. So right. You're, exactly. You're good and at that. It's really hard to say, so um, are you over 50? <laughs> <laughs> you have to be pretty certain um, or very apologetic if you're wrong <laughs> and make up something. But you just seem so mature and together, I thought for sure, um, and which never works. But... But um, so I did start meeting all these people. I really didn't know how I was going to monetize it and and what I was going to do with this website. But I uploaded people's artwork and their profiles and their websites and their email addresses. And I ended up with what, Scott, 15 of us, 12 of us, I think. Yeah, probably. right. Yeah. And um, I mean, and I paid for everything. It was expensive. It was just time, really. And just paid for a domain name, Fogstudios.com. That's Fogstudios.com. <laughs> and, and then she's and then she sends us an email saying. I've got a gallery space. We need to open a gallery. And all of us said, that's too early. Yeah. And I said, yeah, it's way too early. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. He was, <laughs> way too he early. Was the first, too early. Yeah. He was the first one. He was and the, Patty yeah. says, we're going to do it one way or another. So it's, yeah. Well, now, yeah. Scott, you're one of the people in the gallery. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you have to be over 50. I am. Yes. You don't look that old. But <laughs> I'm, anyway, how did you get there? Well, Patty stalked me and found me. And we <laughs> met a couple times. And we talked a little bit about kind of her business plan and that side of things. In my previous career, I was involved with running businesses and, and, and whatnot. So I was interested to talk about that. And I just, man, this is really cool. And I liked it being a different gallery concept than the traditional. And Patty's a powerhouse. And <laughs> I believed in her. I thought she could do it. And she's proven that in less than a year. Yeah, it's amazing, actually, what happened. We were talking about it last night. And it's like, it's yeah. just, it's spectacular. We're all so excited. But but yeah, she found me. I was 
had been a full-time artist for only less than a year at the time mm-hmm. that we met. And um, I, I was in. Right? Yeah, so it's it's been fantastic. Yeah, Scott's been really one of uh, super early adopter and really somebody that's believed in, in me and encouraged me the entire time. He's been such a great partner, business partner for me. And um, and his art is absolutely gorgeous. And oh, he's, yeah. he's very prolific and very intentional with his art. And I have a great deal of respect for, for him as an artist and his background and what he's he's done to help us to grow. So we started with one little gallery in the top floor of this building. And my old friend, John Bennett, who owns a lot of buildings in Georgetown, he's the one that said, hey, you know what you need? You need a building. <laughs> and I, I laughed. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sure I do. And then about three weeks later, he said, I have a space for you. And he had it all penciled out. He said, there's all these different um, rooms within the top floor of this building. And as each one becomes vacant, you can be the landlord and collect their rent, or you can rent it to your folks as studio spaces. Like, and, he made it, and he made it at a price that was really affordable, um, which he does for a lot of artists in Georgetown, which is pretty remarkable what he does mm-hmm. for the community. And um, as the space came, we started with, what, do you think, 1,200 square feet maybe? One studio. Or less, yeah. Oh, with a studio, yeah. That's one studio right. and one small gallery. And um, now we have the whole floor, 6,000 square feet. And we opened June 9th of last year, 2018. Now, this is a tribute to your marketing expertise. <laughs> right. And not only have you filled this place with art, but uh, you have a waiting list for artists to be mm-hmm. in your group because they are juried in, right? They and, are juried in. And in fact, in fact, Scott's on the jury. He's oh, one, of, one oh, of our jury okay. members. There's about, we have, what, four of us on the jury. And um, so it's a group decision. But we, I have probably 30 or 35 applications of people waiting. And our next opening, if that person, if people don't renew, is not until September. So we're completely booked um, with artists. And then the studios are booked till next year. And it's an interesting thing to, you know, it's 50 artists over 50 is kind of what we say. And everyone is over 50. And you think, oh, what could that possibly be? It's a bunch of macrame, you know, <laughs> macrame. or, yeah. or, yeah. or knitted pot holders oh, or something. <laughs> it's it's interesting. And being old, maybe I think differently about it. But it's, um, there are artists that they're at their prime, right? These are artists who've been artists for many years. And mm-hmm. they've become at their best. And now they're part of this gallery. So you know, Patty is the main curator of what happens there, and she's brought in really fantastic top artists, and it's 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 fantastic to be part of it. And it's it's an amazing gallery to go to. It's really yeah. you know, really and vibrant. it feels very contemporary. Most exactly, yeah. uh, many. Uh, I would say most of the. I don't know. I think about all the works are really look very contemporary, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, not uh, the stodgy things that you might think of. But you must have artists from kind of across the spectrum, like professional all their lives and people who've gotten into it late in life. Or mm-hmm. how does it's, it's all it's all of the above. We have um, a neurosurgeon. We have Scott here who is a v- tech VP. We have an environmental scientist. It's remarkable how many scientists we have a software engineer um, that are some are retired. Some still work full time. Most work part time um, and some. And that's kind of the beauty of how the the confidence levels really different when you're older, I think, too, because you experiment more because mm. there's less risk oh. uh, mentally. Just yeah. there's less risk. There's less um, self-doubt. There's more confidence. And you're OK to fail because by the time you're in your 50s, you failed enough times to know that, guess what? I'll survive and it's OK to fail and I can try new things and push myself harder because I'm allowed to fail now. 
because mm-hmm. without failure, you'll never succeed. And so that's when you see this whole different level of fine art that is being created. And there's no competition there, which is another wonderful thing. Um, nobody's fighting one another or backstabbing each other. Um, it's really all a group of people that support one another and lift each other up. It's yeah, it's very supportive. I don't yeah. have a studio at the at Fog location, but I go in there just to hang out with the other artists in their studio just to talk and see what they're working on. And it's it's very much an artistic community. We get together frequently and just talk about art stuff. And yeah, we last, just love doing it. We did so that do last you night? have regular mm-hmm. meetings? We do. We, uh, have, we have a Sunday night meeting. Support the artists? Um, we have a Sunday night meeting. We just did it last night. And in fact, um, Art Zone was in there filming. They're doing a show about us. And so that was kind of fun. Um, and there was probably 20 of us, yeah. I think, that showed up last night and we talked oh, wow. about, we talked about, because we don't get in together enough and, and we're new. I mean, we're really pretty new and we are bringing in new artists and, um, well, you a, only started in June, J- June of 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. 10 yeah, months ago. Absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Well, it shows the need for this. It shows yeah. that there's not a place for artists to show their work, to be supported to have an ongoing place to show their work. So when people have their studio wall or their gallery wall, they own that space. I want them to own it in social media. I want them to bring clients there. I want them to know that they're always showing there because unlike a co-op, they aren't required to work there. And they also um, show all the time. Like a co-op, you tend to have one show a year, a -hmm. solo show. Well, you have your solo show depending on how big your wall, every single day. I'm open five days a week. So that we're always, I'm always there. I'm always pushing the work. I know the artist personally. I know their art, and um, I have a, a great deep passion for it. And the gallery takes a very tiny percentage. And yeah, we are as an artist, I I think that's really attractive to people. Is I'm always showing, and we have to. Re, we can't just show the same thing. We so, Patty so makes us refresh. So if you're a member, it, right? you you get a certain amount of wall space, yeah. correct? But you have to change your exhibit, or how's every that every two work? months? Oh, every so ten months. So two. Mm-hmm. Oh, two months. Two months. So to keep, yeah. we keep oh, it fresh. Oh, that's better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that keeps yeah. you working. Yeah. It keeps the artists working, keeps them on their toes, but it also keeps the gallery really fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have an art opening. Um, the second Saturday night of every month is the Georgetown Art Walk called Art Attack. And it's from six to nine. And every month, it's every packed. other month, it, well, first of all, it's packed. Um, we have, we throw a great party. I'll tell you, when you're over 50, you know how to throw a party, girl. <laughs> Um, we throw a good party. Well, not everybody does, but <laughs> well, I know you do. This, this group does. Yeah. <laughs> this group does at a party. Um, and it's just so fun because the artists are there and the community rallies and I advertise it on social media and I get we get a lot of people in there. It's a very energizing place to yeah, be. And yeah, it's a, and we have live music most, most times. Um, well, let's talk about your music because yeah. this is not just <laughs> for visual artists. Mm-mm. You have uh, uh, artists in music and poetry also. Mm-hmm. How does yeah. that work? Well, on occasion, we'll do poetry readings at our art openings. Um, we also have musician Scott's band is played there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Daisy Day Band. Yeah. Yeah. He's He's got a great band. Um, he's singer, songwriter. He's quite the Renaissance man over here. Wow. <laughs> yes. And um, this coming uh, art walk, which is April 13th, we have a new exhibit coming in called um, Odd Jelly Out Introversion. And it is a, it's a walkthrough immersive sculpture. Um, installation. Very much kind of Kasuma. She was at the Seattle Art Museum last year where you walk through the lights and the 
and it's mirrored, and we have a live musician that will be there. He's from Portland. His name is Stuart McLeod, and he'll be playing um, a soundscape that he developed for this particular installation. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's going to be really immersive, and it talks about, this installation will talk about um, isolation and feeling like the odd person out and insecurities and what that looks like or what that feels like um, through the interpretation of this um, artist team. Yeah, I think that yeah. special exhibit room that you've created, which mm-hmm. when you said it, I was a bit skeptical when you wanted to do it because I thought, wow, that's a big space to be used for something else. And it's been wonderful, right? Yeah, you've we only... have a solo exhibit and space. And it's these guest big artists. sculptures mm-hmm. that, you, that yeah. are kind of friendly figures, Yeah, they're, um, but they kind of give you different feelings of they light up, and um, they're from Kim Rask and Missy Douglas. They're an um, a art team, and they're also married, and they're a wonderful couple. She is from Britain, oh. and so these little jelly figures that they're based off of were like kind of the gummy bears of England, the ah. candy that she grew up with that uh-huh. always made her feel good to have that candy, and it was very special. So they have these giant candy-like figures that are glass beads, and they're gorgeous. Um, they've been seen at Burning Man a lot. Um, they're they're a pretty renowned mm-hmm. couple that does this this art. And this is the first time they've done this installation. And so we're really, really excited to to see how that turns out. And um, they're prepping right now. They're working real hard. They have like, I believe, 20 figures. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I think those special yeah. exhibits is another way that keeps the gallery super vibrant and makes it different than most of the other galleries around. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really cool. Yeah, so when we do an installation that lasts for two months, and so then the next art walk, we'll have probably we'll have live music. Yeah, so ah. um, one of our one of our folk artists, Andrew Sherbrooke, will be playing his um, acoustic well, guitar. You are organized way ahead of the whole year. <laughs> We're organized through twenty twenty. Yeah, but not through, but up till. It's already time for a break. We've been talking with Patty Curtis Hare about folk uh, studios and galleries, and of course. Talking with Scott Gibson, contemporary artist, and uh, Folk Studios and Gallery is in the Georgetown neighborhood of Seattle. So you got to get right down there and see some some of what's going on. And here we'll be right back with more. From new exhibitions to community events, Bellevue Arts Museum is always new, always different, and always exciting. Through March 24th, see Dylan Newworth. Omnia. Newworth is a contemporary artist working with light, space, and interactive technologies. The exhibition traces a metaphorical life cycle from the cosmic to the personal, including work in video, performance, sculpture, and neon. The museum's fifth biennial, BAM Biennial 2018, BAM Glass-tastic, will be on view from November 9th through April 14th. This juried exhibition showcases the best work in glass from 48 established and emerging Northwest artists, craftspeople, and designers. For more information, visit BellevueArts.org. Tell your friends about Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Art Beat Northwest. We're here talking about Vogue Studios and Gallery with owner Patty Curtis Hare and contemporary artist Scott Gibson. And let's talk about now, it's not just gallery. But studios, how do the studios work? There were a lot of really great artists that have their own studios there. Do they rent the space or how does that work? They do rent the space. It's a yearly rental. Um, and the the artists also teach classes out of their studios, which is wonderful. So my dream when I started Fogue, um, it was a very short dream because it happened really quickly, <laughs> but um, was to have working, teaching 
viable studios where people came to learn and taught each other and then also to create this community. So the whole idea was to create a nurturing community for us, and it's really coming to fruition. So Colleen Monette is an encaustic and collage artist, and she teaches classes there. Um, we also have Karen Dedrickson, who is a Sum- Sumi'i mm-hmm. Inc. Um, on paper artist, and uh, Terry Smith has taught classes there. She's an abstract painter and collage artist, and then also Julian DePuma has a studio there, and um, Ruby Lidner has a studio as well, and she's an abstract painter. And so it's just really fun. Everybody's doors are always open. So when the gallery is open, the studios are open, you can see live demos pretty much every day that we're here. We're there. Um, Someone's painting and giving a live demo, which is really fun for our customers. Some people will stay in a studio for a good half an hour just talking with the artists and watching them work and explain. And the artists are really, really friendly and explaining what they're doing and how they're doing. And and they love it. They love to talk about their work. I also am an artist and have a studio there as well. Mm So there's five of us that work there in our studios. Um, now, do you have a class schedule and we do uh, you that's, have continuing classes? It's independent continue? to the artist, so you can go onto the oh. Fogue Studios website. Okay. And if we have any classes, they're always posted in the calendar on there. Um, I believe Colleen might have some classes coming up. I don't know exactly when they are, but um, her classes are really fun. Her encaustic classes, people love them. She's really pretty well known. She's from Walla Walla. Washington. And people love encaustic. They do. It's yeah, it's, it's really very popular. Great, great way to do art. Um, do you have a rent-to-buy program at your gallery? Or? We do. We do. Because a lot of people like to, you know, try out art mm-hmm. and then, you know, make sure it goes with their decor or whatever. Sure. Um, I think that's kind of two different things for us. Um, I always encourage people to take it home with them. They do have to purchase it. Um but if it doesn't work for them, if they want to bring it back within a week, you know, live with it for a while, I, we absolutely will take that back and give them their money back. I want to make sure that people are happy. Art's a very personal thing. And it's not, it's not, it's an investment. It's not inexpensive. It's an investment. And it's something that someone needs to live, live with. I don't really have people bring things back because we pretty much vet what they want on the front end, if need be. But we also have another program called Art Money. And Art Money is a company out of um, New York City, and that is anything over $1,000, Art Money will finance for you, and you just have to put 10% down and pay 10% per month for 10 months. So how about your funding that you have received through Shun Pike? Um, Shun Pike actually sponsors us, um, so it's not as much funding as they give us 501c3 sponsorship through their um, 501c3 umbrella. So we can take tax-deductible donations, and there's a link on our website, um, to help support the arts and help us teach more classes, do more solo shows, and to monetize the the musicians and the, the, the poets and the writers that are part of folk studios. There's really not a way for us to monetize them. Um, so we certainly need some support, and Shun Pike has graciously sponsored us. We applied for it, and they really love what we're doing. They love that we have a community. They love that we're we're a bit of a marginalized community. Um, I know that's a pretty strong word nowadays, but, but ageism is real, and um, opportunity is really a lot lower as you age. And a lot of people have aged out, and a lot of people that are members of our gallery aged out of their jobs, um, aged out of the gallery scene, aged out of the art scene. And so Shun Pike really recognizes that and loves what we're doing, and so they really help us out by giving us that 501c3 sponsorship. 
Now, do you accept uh, other donations? We do. We do accept other donations. Um, if you would like to have tax-deductible donation, it is through Shunpike. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Can one specify? That? Yes, you can actually go on our website and click the link to Shunpike, and it will go directly to our donation page with Shunpike. Great. Yeah. We have these wonderful studios, and I don't think we've given the exact time that you're open. Oh, yes. Well, let's do that. We are open Wednesday through Saturday, 11 to 6, and Sundays, 12 to 5. And so, that's great you're open all the weekend because a lot of galleries aren't open. I don't know weekend. that yeah, any right. of them are. And, you know, I, at first I wasn't. And then being a retail girl, um, you really have to be open on weekends for retail. And, and um, even though we're an art gallery and not a retail store, I'm still selling products. And I really want people to be able to come and see it. And so during the holidays, I started opening on Sundays, and I was getting a ton of foot traffic. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I don't love working all weekend, but, you know, it, it makes sense. It makes sense for us. So we're closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. All the artists love that you're working on the weekend. I'm sure they do. <laughs> well, I hope that continues. Oh, now, well, do you yeah. take volunteers as well as donations? We do take volunteers. Um, I'm always, I love for anybody to come and help us out. And anybody that wants to just come hang out. Uh, we really encourage, especially people, I mean, of all ages, obviously, but um, people that are older that are artists, um, we have a lot of people just drop in and say, gosh, I, I heard about what you're doing, and I really want to see what's going on here. And they're, first of all, amazed by the amount of work that we have, and then also, secondly, about the quality of work that we have. Yes, absolutely. Huge space, wonderful quality work, very contemporary and uh, just a, a wonderful space to be in. Congratulations on how thank far you've come already in, <laughs> thank you. my goodness, less than a year. Yes. Yes. Very good. But we are already running out of time. I find that hard to believe. Yeah. Thank you so much, Patty and Scott. Thank you. For being here to talk about art and, of course, about folk studios and gallery. Thank you so much. And it's Vogestudios.com. Vogue Studios. Vogue like Vogue. Oh, Vogestudios.com. Yep. F-O-G-U-E. Correct. Yes. And go on there and you'll find uh, uh, the next big show they have, which is really, really interesting, and uh, a lot of other information, too. You've got to stop by and see this huge and wonderful gallery in Georgetown. And be sure to listen in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. drive time for Artbeat Northwest for news and views of the local art scene. I'm Pat Polly signing off on Alternative Talk 1150. Have a great creative week.